0: Happy cowpokes! Welcome to Happily Ever Pasture, a podcast about Fox's new reality dating show, Farmer Wants a Wife. I'm Starlisha,
1: and I'm Abby, and we're friends and reality TV fans who will recap and review new episodes each week. Saddle up and join us! Boom. We did that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: When we start our own production company, the tagline is "It's going to be called We Did It Productions."
1: I know. I mean, of all the things that could have become our thing, this is so embarrassing. I know a little bit, it. but we can't stop now. No, we're too far I in. Can't. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: welcome everyone to another episode of Happily Ever Pasture, your Farmer Once a Wife podcast. Um abby how
1: you doing (laughs) uh doing okay uh gotta um put out uh the episode for my other podcast also so been uh been on this on this mic all day
0: (laughs) cool busy yeah good
1: Uh, okay how are you doing it's cold in pennsylvania it is so cold in pennsylvania
0: today y'all like i was at a so we have a double a whatever minor league baseball team here in Lancaster and it's opening week for them for their homestand um against like basically our crosstown rivals kind of they're in a different county but not too far from us and it was wet nose Wednesday so there were lots of dogs there
1: oh that's what that means yes <laughs> I thought of a million oppor- like uh possibilities and that oh. was not one of them
0: no all dogs um <laughs> But it was about 40, it was like a good 45 degrees when the game started, and after the sunset, that stadium started clearing out, and that was only at, like, the top of the fifth. And wow. I was, I'm still warming up, like, my toes are still cold, my fingies are cold. So, I crawled under the covers while Abby and I were watching <laughs> from Once a Life tonight, and I was just like, I had the covers pulled up to my chin, so I was so <laughs> chilly. So I'm a little chilly, um... Busy. I worked a 10 hour day today. So, you know, Oof. all good things, but because a few of those hours were spent at the ballpark in the freezing cold. um
1: So, you know, you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. we're both a little off for vastly different temperature reasons. So that's yeah. good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hot in Seattle. It's cold in Pennsylvania. Global warming is not uh. working in my favor. So, I'm not, I'm not really into it right now.
1: Honestly, not mine either. I am the worst. I'm my worst self in the heat. Mm. So yeah, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, do you want to give us a little a little sum sum?
0: Yeah. Speaking of heat, there was a lot of heat in this <laughs> episode this week, and a lot of it came from the women in the women's lives. Uh, we saw some grilling, and not of the barbecue variety. <laughs> We saw some tough conversations had with the gentleman. We said tearful goodbyes to a few women. We said a goodbye to Devon. We said goodbye to Stephanie. Yep, you're right. And good we job. said good thank you. And we <laughs> said goodbye to Zoe. Yes. Um, so Right up then, top, too. Yeah. That's... It was Boom, boom, boom. Right in a row. Because last week we were left with that weird cliffhanger of basically not, no consequence. But yeah. there it yeah. was.
1: Yeah. Except Megan yeah. came back. That was... Right. Megan came back. Emotional so, driver of the plot. Yeah.
0: It was. Yeah. And then the men got to go visit. So each of the guys now have two ladies left. And on this week's episode, each man went to visit one woman. So they're going to yes. split it up, I guess. So next episode, they'll go visit their other woman. <clears throat> Sounds kind of <laughs> funny to say. Going to visit the other woman. Um, yeah. So yeah, we got glimpses of people's hometowns. We got to meet some families, some friends. I... I learned some things that were surprising, and I learned some things that weren't surprising this episode. (laughs) So, let's just, let's just get right into it.
1: Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I did not start our timer. You didn't? Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Okay. (laughs) Starting it now. (laughs) Okay. That's what we're doing. Because we just tend to get carried away, don't we? Let's see. So we started with a lot of goodbyes. Do you have any thoughts on uh, the breakups?
0: I was surprised that Devon was as devastated as she was.
1: Yeah. She seems to have had a, a healthy dose of realism this mm-hmm. whole time. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but- I guess, I think she did, you know, kind of say exactly what um, was going on for her, which is mostly that the rejection was painful, you know? Yeah. Which seemed to have good Relatable. Sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, preaching <laughs> to the choir over here, sister. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, Zoe, kind of par for the course. Stephanie, kind of par for the course. Just like wish you the
1: best. Actually, Stephanie. Oh, okay. So this is one thing I I've noticed, and I want your feedback on. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. So just Landon and Hunter broke up with people. Uh, today. And let's see. So Devon was the first one and Hunter took her aside and did it privately. Yes. Okay. And then I was like, that's great. Classy. And then we saw Landon and he just like called it out. <laughs> They're sitting at the dinner table and he was like, BTW, Zoe, we're done. <clears throat> and <laughs> said something along the lines of, like, uh, what, like, I was confused about what he said in this, is, uh, like, confessional versus what he said to her, but basically it was, like, it was just the legally blonde Warner L. breakup, because he was like, I need someone serious. (laughs) Uh, Man, you know...
0: (laughs) one of my favorite modern 2010s musical moments is that crescendo in that so very good. beginning song of Legally Blonde the musical where he's like I think we should and she's like yeah and he goes break up and the music just cuts out that's exactly <laughs> you're right like that's exactly also sorry to the original Legally Blonde cast just butchered that um that's exactly how it happened it was very yeah. much like I've had these and he alluded to this last week he said yes. that with his best friend Trey,
1: I think his name was Trey. Yeah, and to us, I think because we talked about it
0: in confessional. Yeah. Um, he said that he's tried relationships with the more spontaneous,
1: energetic,
0: girls, energetic girls, and it hasn't worked out for him. For him, but you know, I have a question because I spend so much time on Instagram watching reels. My question is like. Are these relationships with spontaneous energetic girls or are these situ- 3 month situationships with spontaneous energetic girls? Mm. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. And does... maybe they didn't like you? Like. <laughs> and maybe you didn't like them? Yeah. Like it just seems not, kind I, of unfair.
0: Yeah, I don't understand this. Th- and maybe I just take it more personally because I am in in any relationship even with my friendships like I'm the more spontaneous energetic person and people are like my friends who are introverts are often like, you know, like I would not leave the house if you didn't drag me out of the house. (laughs) So maybe I'm taking this as like a personal rejection (laughs) of one of my most quoted
1: qualities by my friends. Yeah. As one of those introverts, I can vouch for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm like, we would, we would not be friends probably if I hadn't just talked to you in the dressing room all those years ago in college um yep so sorry my allergy medicine alarm just went off forgot to turn that off
1: oh yes phew glad we, we yeah. weren't out of time not, no. not yet um, um yeah okay so we thought so that yeah. this was maybe just our kind of perceptions of the situation right but right. then we heard from zoe and we found out that actually no it is maybe Equally, if not more, confusing for her. Right. (laughs) Because, oh, I remember what he said to her now. Because he said, um, you know, I'm not in a place in my life where I can just, like, pick up and go and, you know, travel around or something. And I wouldn't want to, you know, tie you down. I wouldn't want to cage you in. And what? (laughs) What does
0: Zoe do? What's her occupation?
1: I don't remember. But it wasn't like, I don't know. Uh, travel blogger as right. the only kind of career I can think of that would match uh, Landon's description of this. Uh, yeah. And, and she was kind of like, uh, I really loved what she said on her way out um, to us, which was that, like, <laughs> and to Landon, actually, because to Landon, uh, she said, I'm going to miss y'all girls.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard that <laughs> too. Right I was
1: like, Ooh. Which was gorgeous. And then uh, to us, she kind of said something along the lines of like, "I'm not really sure where he's getting that. Um, I feel like I express myself clearly, and um, but I'm not here to change any man's mind. And um, he's just going to believe what he wants to believe. And that mm-hmm. doesn't—that's not what I thought I was saying. But he's <laughs> just going to hear what he wants, <laughs> which was spot on, actually. Which was a, kind of." Landon, and also maybe most of the guys in a nutshell. Most of the people in a nutshell. It's so that, like, it doesn't really matter what you say or how you present yourself because people will just, uh, they'll make their own perceptions and run with them. Yeah. It's um, all very
0: interesting.
1: Yes, very much so. So, yeah, I was, uh, I don't know. I'm sad for her, and I kind of wish, I wish more of the guys could have just, you know, could, could in general, could just say, like, I'm sorry, I don't like you much. <laughs> you know? Like, this isn't going to work out. I just don't, I don't feel like our connection's strong enough. Uh, sorry. But all of them feel like they need to point to some you know, flaw. And I'm not right. really sure where they're getting that need. um But, yeah. So, and to her credit, she was like, I don't think that was a good enough reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I think that spoke to a lot of maturity, and um, I think she really got it and saw through a lot of what was going on there. Um, so, so sorry, Zoe. But, uh, yeah, graceful exit. I, all of them. All of them made a very yeah. graceful exit. Um, and, uh, and actually, uh, the reasons that Hunter gave for dumping Devon are actually now that I'm looking at my notes they were the same as Landon's for dumping Zoe like he said something like um I wrote where is Hunter getting the idea that Devon just wants to fly around (laughs) so he said something along those lines like I don't want to you know cage you down I don't want to uh you know I can't pick up and leave but I don't want to hold you back what does Devon do? I know. She has said, I really like a lot of what she said. with, And one of them was that, like, she has moved around a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, I never really typically stay in one place for very long, which, hi, relate. Um, I really liked what she said about that. But she did say, at least to us, like, I'm feeling ready to settle in one place. I'm feeling yeah. like I can make a home somewhere. So, <clears throat> Yeah uh same kind of thing i guess hunter and landon both are are getting these perceptions of these women that are uh kind of inaccurate but also exactly the same Yeah, is, just bizarre uh yeah so but yeah it, clearly uh devon took it very hard so um yeah, I, I feel for her big time, um, especially because like her send off basically was that terrible date at the cattle auction. <laughs>
0: Demoralizing, Ugh. really tragic,
1: truly Ugh. tragic. Uh, <laughs> they didn't even look like they went to a restaurant. They looked like they just like sat in in a field, like in I think a they pasture. had a picnic. Yeah, but it looked like it was like in like a one of those fenced in. What are those called? Pasture like, cattle. Is it pasture? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, honestly, so sad. Um, But what extra confused me is that then, um, so I was like, okay, maybe Hunter is doing the private thing, Landon's doing the public thing. I disagree at this stage to do a public breakup, but whatever, okay? At least you're consistent. But then Hunter was, um, proceeded to be very inconsistent in that he then broke up with Stephanie just around the, around the bonfire. So, what the hell was that about? <laughs>
0: uh, I have no idea. I have no answers. I have no answers. Lots of questions, no answers.
1: Yeah, that really rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, especially, like, after. I mean, I don't know. I don't... I, there was just... Okay, let me say that there was just a lot... This episode was just like the parade of blonde women. All right. <laughs> it was so many because so many of the of the women's family members were blonde ladies. It was yes. just like one after the other, after the other, after the other. So then like so I'm seeing all of them, you know, and now I'm realizing that like uh, so Devon's the only one in Hunter's group that got a private breakup and she was the, you know, the pretty blonde one. So why, (laughs) just the fact that like Stephanie as a brunette really stands out in Hunter's farm to then get the only public breakup is just like, what the heck? It's weird. So yeah, that, that didn't sit good with me, but, um, she, to her credit, also took it extremely gracefully, didn't say what the hell you couldn't have told me that like (laughs) 20 feet away, which is what I would have said. So yeah, I mean, props I mean, all of these women display a composure that I can only dream of. (laughs) (laughs) That I have ever only had in my dreams. (laughs) My actual (laughs) dreams.
0: Uh, And I have stared down some weird, weird situations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I, sometimes, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just, I don't, I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, it was
1: just. yeah that's that's the majority of my notes i said land with the public breakup damn (laughs) uh (laughs) multiple check marks for what zoe said quote i'll miss you all ladies (laughs) yes why does the blonde one get the only private chat and that's it uh yeah but yeah so then we move on to the the families yeah um yeah, I said so many blonde moms. Uh, All? All <laughs> blonde? Uh, no. Majority. Sydney's uh,
0: mom was Brunette, right?
1: Yes, and Kelsey's, I believe. Yes. Or, I don't, I mean, I'm sure maybe she she was introduced, but I don't it was hard for me to, Kelsey's to mom. yeah, I, I don't, I wasn't clear on who that was at the table, yeah. like who who was everybody, like we knew yeah. the dad. Um, and the best friend, but then everyone else at the table, I wasn't really clear on. Right. Um, Me neither. and, uh, oh, uh, before we went to the families though, we did get a little uh, of a conversation. Um, I feel like a lot of the farmers had conversations about like, um, the future, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I know like Hunter did with his, um, with Sydney and Megan, who both want to go to Tennessee, strangely. I I thought Megan was from not Tennessee. She's not. She's
0: from, no, she's from Tennessee. Hunter's in Georgia?
1: Yes, Georgia, yep.
0: I think Megan's (laughs) from Tennessee.
1: Or Kentucky or something. Sydney is from Tennessee.
0: Sydney's definitely from Nashville yeah
1: yeah yeah so they both kind of expressed that so that was kind of interesting um and uh because Sydney said like mostly it's my family and my career um Mm -hmm. is very Nashville based I think she's a music executive I don't know (laughs) something I don't think related.
0: executive I don't think she's at the executive level yeah I don't music. remember
1: what other talent like,
0: manager talent manager is that what agent like
1: that? agent yeah. agent agent she's something agent. like that um yeah so that was uh we did see let me see um who do you want to talk about first let's talk about let's talk about Hunter and Sydney first yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so they show up in Nashville. Uh, they go to some, like, very uh, cute-looking rooftop bar. Probably
0: on Broadway,
1: because that's where all yeah. the cute bars are. I don't think I've ever been to Nashville, actually. I was going to ask you. Oh,
0: my gosh, it's gorgeous. You should go. Yeah? It's best four days of my life, and I was at a conference for most of them, but it was really, wow. it was really cool. Okay, maybe not the best four days of my life. (laughs) Best four days of 2018, probably. Well, sure. Late 2018. (laughs) I had a really good time, is what I'm saying. I ate fried catfish for the first time at this really swanky place. Um, Had some good barbecue, had some bad barbecue. (laughs) You know, the whole like spectrum of. What a breadth of experience, yeah. It really was. (laughs) it's had a sit down family style southern soul food like authentic soul food uh dinner inside of like basically a refurbished house that's been retrofitted to have an industrial kitchen in it and someone's grandma is back there cooking the greens and mac and cheese and it's all family style and it's so good
1: that's very cool everybody should go to nashville Uh, it's i highly recommend it Okay, I'll think about it. I tend to steer clear of the southern states as a general rule. Yeah, Uh, definitely.
0: But Nashville, I feel like it it almost exists outside of that realm of how we northern, as we Yankees, like to (laughs) view the south. I feel like it kind of is a different type, quote
1: unquote, of city. Yeah, just a lot of the southern laws, you know, statewide laws do not... (laughs) <laughs> are not in my favor so no. oh yeah <laughs> but, yeah true i was
0: in nashville in 2018 tennessee is a very different place now might not be the same yeah who knows
1: that's, that's a good true. point i'm sure it's changed a lot yeah yeah um but yeah it looked very cute and fun regardless and um and sydney's family looks cute and fun and
0: yeah. her <laughs> mom and kind of... her mom's best friend
1: yeah scotty which is scotty that's right. amazing amazing but Scotty. I kind of love that. Iconic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, a mom's best friend named Scotty is exactly the, you know, it, I, I love that for her. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So then, uh, thankfully, Sydney's mom asked the questions that we have been asking, <laughs> which is that you have a 10-year difference between you. Uh, discuss.
0: Right. Like, what do you think about that? Like, just setting it on, like, the plate in front of Sydney.
1: But she said it in a way that was like,
0: right, like, well, you know, he's much older than you or you're much younger than him. Like, she never (laughs) really said there's a 10, 11 year age gap. Like, what are you doing about this? She worded it in the way of he just told me he wants to have a family in the next few years. Are you ready for that? And Sydney's face, this is really what I want to talk about, Um, Sydney's face is the same face I, at 33 years old, currently make when someone talks to me about having kids. And it's fear, (laughs) it's trepidation, it's a big hell no. (laughs) And I was like, ooh, I recognize that face. Yikes. Not yikes. Not yikes. We shouldn't say yikes. Not yikes. Good for her for
1: knowing what she wants right now yes i i really loved sydney's behavior in this episode in mm-hmm. general i think she brought up great points i thought she was very clear and direct and um i'm yeah i'm really impressed with her for being as as open and um communicative about her concerns as she was yeah because um, down to the final two that's got to be you know that's got to be hard not to present yourself as like oh no i'm down for whatever you know so, right. yeah, good for her. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she basically did say... All we found out from her is that she's not ready for kids in the next couple years. Um, right. Which, reasonable. Um, totally. But, honestly, even, like, three years on the line, she's only 25. <laughs> you know, like... She's 22 what, what, now.
0: I was making terrible decisions at 25 uh yeah thinking about having kids when i was 27 like yeah no
1: no yeah so that's it's really hard to imagine like her i mean what we don't know her we don't know her like right maybe she's as always wanted to have kids young we don't know but um yeah it it was we we know that it will be a point of discussion for them Yes. Um, and that she has said that she needs to travel for her job and that she's committed to it and wants to, um, see it through. So, so they left it as kind of like a, it, it wasn't left in a bad place. It was just, um, yeah, they both just acknowledged that that might be something that they have to discuss, I guess.
0: Right. And she did, she did say, I'm not going to be ready to have kids in a year. Yeah she said that to him which was good
1: yes good but like <laughs> so like what a low bar like <laughs> like oh my gosh i mean yeah
0: i don't know i d-
1: <laughs> i guess that is hard to say i'm not going to be ready for kids for another 10 years that is harder to say
0: <laughs> right because how old will landon hunter what
1: how old will Hunter
0: every week? How
1: They're so similar. Be... One of them needs to grow more of a mustache or a beard so that we can more quickly tell them I apart. Know. Hunter music. Hunter yep. Grayson music. Yes. Um,
0: Hunter Grayson music in 10 years will be 41, mm-hmm. which means when his kid is in fifth grade, he'll be 51. And then when his kid is graduating high school, he'll be 56 math <laughs> older Like nine, than that 60. closer to 60 yeah yeah so I get it like as someone with older parents I I can understand the perspective of like the parent being like I don't really want to be the old dude at my kid's high school graduation
1: yeah and it is tough I mean even if they do decide to have kids I mean as I have found out it is not that easy <laughs> you you don't get pregnant the second you decide yeah okay I could do it <laughs> Right. Yeah, there's a few other
0: <laughs> steps in there. You gotta. Uh, yeah.
1: Think yeah, about please. plan for. Definitely, as someone who's 31, oh, same same age as Hunter. Um, it is hitting me how I'm older than I would have liked to be, and yeah, so it's definitely a consideration. So I think that will come back, and then we know from Megan that she we didn't see Megan's hometown, um, but we did. Here that she wants to go back to Tennessee because her great-grandmother's house is there. Uh, and we didn't get enough explanation on that to satisfy me, but, <laughs> like, does that mean her great-grandmother is also there? Like, or is that, there's something about the house itself?
0: <laughs> My thought was she is getting her great-grandmother's house.
1: Okay, I can see that like happening.
0: Like, in a will situation or an estate situation. That was my guess. Otherwise, like, yes, you're, I I feel like, okay, I don't know. As someone who sometimes thinks occasionally about houses after my parents pass away, I'm like, I'm like, well, what am I going to, what's going to happen, right? So I feel like it's more natural to be like, well, I need to move back. Because I am now the property owner of this house. As opposed to, I need to move back because my whole family is there. Like, I feel like they're all, they're all the same thing, but they're two separate things. In my brain.
1: Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. But, um, she is someone who basically, explicitly said, hopefully, like, someday it'll be goodbye Georgia and hello Tennessee. Right. Um meaning she's implying that she would like to talk about Hunter leaving his whole life right. in Georgia, which I think is a much bigger ask. I'm not Ooh, not going to yeah. lie.
0: Unless uh, her great grandmother's house is a giant farm.
1: I mean even so, but Hunters had that farm for generations. True. Like he didn't get it himself. It's been around. That's true. So that's that's a huge ask. Yeah. Um So Yeah, so at the end of this episode, uh, just knowing that, not seeing Megan's hometown, so we don't, that might go, you know, smashingly, but, um, like, at the end of this episode, I was like, oh, shit, maybe it's neither. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, like, they both kind of decide, no, not for me.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't that be something?
1: It really would, but it's kind of, I mean, I don't know. I do, I have serious concerns about either one of them. Lasting long term. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just. Oh, yeah, totally. Tricky, tricky. Um, s- Okay, you talk about something now. Sorry, oh. I have to go let <laughs> my cat out. <laughs> um. Okay. So do you want to talk about who's next? Yeah, let's
0: talk about, let's talk about Ryan.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Take
0: this <laughs> <it> away. <laughs> That's usually me being like, ugh which i did i did at one point just lay down <laughs> i just sprawled out on my bed cuz i was like i every week we stray further and further from the light with ryan and i'm like <laughs> i don't know how much more my heart can take honestly
1: seriously it's it's
0: not great but i know there's been i know i've had my fair share of i won't say slander but ryan criticism this season which, I would say, 99.9% of it has been very fair. <laughs> so, I will grant him this. This guy knows he needs therapy, which he didn't Did he say, say that. that?
1: Okay. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> that might be a said, bit far.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what he said was, I have trouble being vulnerable.
1: Yes. And I do nice need to, hear, to like,
0: open myself up more. So, good job, Ryan. You did it. You...
1: Yeah, and that was after every single one of Sarah V's family members and her, her, herself told him, you don't open up enough. Right. <laughs> so, it was not a complete journey of
0: self-discovery,
1: but it was like,
0: he said it. And I feel like saying it is generally the first step to... Being like, okay, yes, we can make strides toward this. So I'm I'm hopeful for that. But also, as someone who likes to ignore their feelings, which I think Ryan also does, I know how easy it is to be like, oh, yes, I need to open up. I need to be more vulnerable. And then turn around the next day and be like, I don't believe in feelings. I don't believe in love. <laughs> Nothing matters. There is no happiness. There's only, like, suffering under late-stage capital Like, you know, just the <laughs> whole gamut of socialist, <laughs> ecclesiastical, like, nothing matters.
1: Oh, beautiful. So, and you know what? That is the epitome of the millennial experience, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. Which, so for that, like, I
0: can't really and because he lost his brother so young and he did say yes. tonight that he had to start working at 11 or 12 to help yeah, the family 12. financially that's huge and he said you know there wasn't really time to be vulnerable so for as much shit as I've given him this season <laughs> I do I see why he is the type of person to be like don't have time for feelings have to grind have to hustle mhm has his business, has his mama.
1: Yeah. And was probably, I mean, in hindsight, maybe he was quite triggered by seeing Haley express emotion. Right. Maybe in the past that has been very dangerous for him. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I had a lot of respect for him for having the self-awareness to say, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't really have much of a childhood. My brother died and then I had to work. So I had to grow up very fast. I thought that um, was an astute observation. Mm-hmm. Um and relevant to how, how he sees himself and how we see him. So yeah, yeah. Um, and
0: Sarah on the flip side
1: of this whole date is, <laughs> okay. Couple of things about Sarah. <laughs> she lives where? But her family is in L.A. Yeah, I was confused by that. I think what he said was she's from Dallas. Oh
0: right, she lives but... in Dallas. By herself. Her family's I think. in LA. But her family, her mom, dad, and was it her sibling, one of her siblings or somebody, lives in LA where they own a bar.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, so she moved to Dallas separately. I think she I, moved I think to I Dallas. I thought that they grew up in Dallas and then have moved to LA, but maybe. No, you know, I think right. she grew up It's in, probably the or, opposite. Yeah.
0: So I okay. thought that was interesting. Um, but that really explains. Sarah's pattern of speech which I've been (laughs) so curious about the last two weeks there have been there were several moments tonight where I was like is she half black I was like she half black I was genuinely shocked to see that both of her parents were white Mm. but then I was like oh no it's the Billie Eilish LA Compton (laughs) like white girl conversational dialect and I'm like Okay, a lot of things clicked for me then, realizing that she I mean I I generally don't like to assume anyone's ethnicity or adoption status or whatever, but I I feel like being adopted would have maybe come up. So like she's fully white, but she has this pattern of speech that is so like city and hood and Compton and like that yeah. LA girl. I can't even mimic it. That's how unique it is. It is. But yeah. I was I was really, I really bought into her bussing Ryan's balls a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Once I figured it out, once I was like, oh, this is a girl who understands how to do that with guys and not in like a, I only hang out with boys type of way, but in a way that is like intentionally ribbing and like, that's her way of being friendly and being friends.
1: Yeah, um, and it did seem to really match her family's um, yeah. language as well. Yeah, you definitely see how yeah where that came from. I just think it's so
0: cool. Like, no, mm-hmm. there's no. I I like said all that, and I'm like, I'm not like I'm not judging the way anyone speaks at all. I just I think it's very cool to like translate that into real actual personality. <laughs> Mm. That sounds so bad, but like, you know, I get it. I mean, linguistics and dialect
1: is so fascinating and I I really, really like it.
0: And it really informs the way we interact with people. I mean, even down to them shooting hoops afterwards. I, my next question was, oh, is she a baller? Like, did she play college basketball? Did she play high school basketball or was she just hooping it up in the streets with the guys?
1: I could see that actually her being on the basketball team because she yeah, had really good, tall. some good shots.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and very so cool, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I
0: feel like we've learned we learned nothing about Sarah until the last episode or two, and now we yeah. met her family and saw L.A. Or at I still least feel like a I don't know enough her about eyes. her, but yeah, I still don't know a lot about her. But I feel like I have a better idea mm-hmm. vaguely of who of who she is. Um, okay, I anyway, know enough know about that. Something her yeah. dad said was that, and her mom also said it, was that Sarah's the type of woman who needs to be reassured, and she needs to know that the guy is, like, pursuing her. And her mom was like, ever since she's been back the last few days, it's been, I don't know how he feels about me, I don't know how he feels about me. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really eye-opening and interesting. And then both, and her mom was like, women aren't mind readers, Ryan. Which, if I had a nickel for every time I heard a woman (laughs) say that uh, to a guy in the last month or so, I'd have at least four nickels.
1: Honestly. Um, (laughs) Not not a lot. It
0: was less than ten, but still more than two. Um. (laughs) And then her dad was very much like, this is the type of woman she is. She needs reassurance. She's not going to pursue you. Like, you have to go after her. And I wrote down, um that like either Sarah's dad has been to therapy or he has listened to Sarah's therapist in like parent review sessions
1: oh, like interesting
0: sessions just because he seems to know his daughter yes, so well
1: like I more so sure.
0: than like a close father-daughter bond like he pinpointed exactly the things he needed to say to Ryan in that moment and I thought that was very special and very cool
1: yeah, I really respected how direct he was um, in terms of specific actions that, mm-hmm. you know, she looks for. I thought that was actually really good advice. And I, I really wish that Sarah herself told him that, yes. you know, like, <laughs> right. I, and in general, I feel like that's something you should tell your partner. Tell your partner, what are you looking for? When when you say you want more effort, what does that mean? <laughs> you right. know, like, like,
0: do you want flowers or do you want me to buy groceries? Like, yes,
1: what? be specific. Like, enough of this like neurotypical bullshit of like you know what I mean anyway um but <laughs> no, I don't actually but thank you yeah you gotta say it uh but something I did write down is that like and maybe we should have maybe uh an ongoing segment just like a, a moment of silence segment because <laughs> my moment of silence for this episode was just for the straights I just I I feel for <gasps> them oh so much okay they're not okay there's just so much of, like, women are like this, and men are like this, and mm-hmm. women are like this, and men are not like this. And, like, <laughs> it's like, oh. Very gendered. <laughs> oh, honeys. It's just, Heteronormative. Yeah. Are you okay? Like, women aren't mind re- No one is a mind reader. That's called being right. a human. Like, what? Right. It's just, I, ugh. Oh. I mean, truly, they deserve all of our sympathy, because what they have to go through, it's, Rough. it's so sad. <sighs> So, yeah. yeah, poor one out for the streets. but, uh, <laughs> so I think this, this episode in general, there's a lot of gender talk, so
0: much.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, I mean,
0: that's what happens when you get around family. That's Like, traditional,
1: yeah, traditional, quote unquote,
0: again, back to that word, still don't really know what it means, does it mean conservative, <laughs> does it just mean country, I don't know, um, traditional quote-unquote families like you're gonna get a lot of that like gender talk which oh that was something I wanted to say about Sydney that whole Mm. conversation about kids and her mom was like are you ready to give up your career and I was like here we are again at this question of can women have it all or do women even (laughs) want it all
1: yeah like nobody's asking
0: the question should not be are you ready to give up your career? The question should be, are you ready to adjust your life to fit another human being into it? And swollen feet. And (laughs) throwing up a lot. And buying extra groceries. And breast pumping and breastfeeding. Like, are you... Like, there needs to be... Like, not are you ready to give up your career. Are you ready for the added responsibility for raising a human?
1: Yeah, and also no one's asking Hunter that question, so...
0: It's just, God. oh, he wants kids in three years, period.
1: Yeah, oh, and that's going you to be your problem. <laughs>
0: your career?
1: Yeah, and I, I will say, the no? just for one thing, it does seem like maybe Sydney's career is perhaps not well suited to very young children. Yes, probably not. Um, a lot of traveling and such. Um, so. Yeah. That, that might be, hopefully that is the main consideration and not like women give up your whole lives and become a mother and nothing else. Right. Um, hopefully that's where that was going. But, uh, yeah. Um, oh, uh, so my, uh, the timer did go off. Um, so we should probably, can you hear Max? Mm. No. How about now? <laughs> no. Okay, because he's sticking his face in the crack underneath the door. <laughs> is he crying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. Don't feel bad for him. It is hot in here. He shouldn't. He has. Oh, there's nothing for him don't. to gain in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the company of you. <laughs> he just hates closed doors. That is it. It's just so phone does off. beans. It's uh, anyway, so um, that's the majority of the notes that I had. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I think like Landon's down to the Ashleys and Ryan's down to the Sarahs, which should be a crime. But other than that, I have no like <laughs> solid thoughts.
0: The millennial, ugh. Oi oi oi. Yeah.
1: Alan, but... Alan, and Kelsey. Oh, Alan! Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my darling, my darling Alan. <laughs> so, uh, I, their uh Alan's visit with Kelsey's family was great. I thought it was very sweet, and they seemed to get along really well. Um, and he was really grilled by Kelsey's best friend, um, which, you know, we love to see. I love it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it was this episode that also kind of reminded me, um, or really made it apparent the culture shock that maybe these farmers are coming into because, um, because, like, the families. Are really, I was struck by how similar the families in this show were acting compared to the Bachelor Hometown mm-hmm. episodes. They mm-hmm. were like almost identical, to be honest. Uh, and like that, I thought I was very struck by that. And like it was just kind of hit me as like the farmers are kind of maybe not as familiar with that world and they're kind of courting all these women who do kind of come from this a familiarity with reality TV, maybe. Um, yeah. So I thought that was very interesting culturally.
0: Yeah, you know it was interesting. Yeah, Alan and Alan and Kelsey. I mean, Alan fit right in. Yeah. And I'm not surprised by that, but Mm -hmm. also, I, I don't know. I could just see it like
1: being something that makes sense, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I really think that coming down to the final two, like two people who you've gotten to know very well and obviously care very deeply about, I don't I don't really expect to see a lot of waves beating the families, right. you know. like right. I think there should be a, some base level of compatibility that you've gotten this mm-hmm. far. Um, yes. So I'm not I'm not surprised, and it didn't. Uh, I'm sorry to say, it did not change my mind in terms of. <laughs> uh, who i feel like alan's perfect match should be yeah um but yeah so uh yeah i still i still feel like it's rebecca um but uh something occurred to me we could talk more about rebecca next week because presumably we will see her hometown then yes
0: Um, hopefully
1: but yeah so uh Kelsey just seems very nervous, um, and, I mean, uh, understandably, but, uh, it, it does kind of strike me how very often she seems kind of genuinely terrified, just in general, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't know, I just feel for her, I just wonder if it's this, it's this context that is just really hitting a lot of (laughs) soft spots for her, or if it's this kind of just how... She is in general, but, uh, yeah. She just seems really scared. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of the time. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to
0: see Alan and Rebecca next week and kind of compare and contrast the two, but.
1: Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, uh, we ended the episode and discovered that, um, Landon's father passed away. Yes. Um, in the middle of. Like in between the hometowns, because we did. Oh gosh, we didn't even talk about him meeting her daughter. Oh right. Yeah, but he went home to Florida. It was adorable. He brought her a little stuffed cow. It was. It was exactly how you would imagine
0: (laughs) introducing (laughs) a man to your ten-year-old daughter. (laughs) Like yeah, (laughs) it was kind of weird, but they settled in. But it was still very much like your cat. Here's a stuffed animal. That's the colour of your mom's favorite cow on my farm. like it was just very normal
1: Yeah, it was very this is your new stepdad meeting.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it was Uh, fine. Yeah. And Ashley's uh Ashley R's family, um also did kind of grill him a little bit and Mm -hmm. you know, ask him questions like, uh her sister asked like, Are you in love with her? etcetera. Um and (laughs) <laughs> Even said that like everything that Landon said about Ashley, are seemed generic, <laughs> which is
0: yes,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. It was like. it was a
0: very generic first meeting of a family.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I and I think maybe in time she'll realize that's kind of just Landon. Like he, right. <laughs> a lot he's of what he of says of... is a little generic. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's just kind of right there.
1: Yeah, he's just uh, yeah, um, he's he's very. I, I feel like he's very afraid of upsetting anyone and has learned how mm-hmm. to really ride that line of being unoffensive at all times. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I think that's that's what you can expect from Landon. But, yeah, but um, sadly we didn't get to see him with Ashley L's family, and I I get the impression that he's just, like, gone from the show now, right? I I Because they were kind of like, we wish him and his family well, <laughs> and that was right. it. Uh, I mean,
0: I guess we'll find out next week, but I don't... I didn't see him in any of the promos for next week.
1: Yeah, and she, Jennifer Nettles said, like, um, next week our remaining farmers will, you know, see their other choices. So it did really make it sound like he's out of the picture. Oh my god, Which Which I, it's so sad. It's so valid, and it's so sad. But I I really hope he gets some kind of second shot, because he's made it this far, you know? I feel like he's, I mean... He just seems like a hard worker on everything, you know. Like he just seems like he's worked so hard, and for him to kind of just have to let everything go just feels a little sad. But right. Um. But yeah, I I do wonder, and uh, and it made me think like uh, in terms of like we were uh only able to see one um hometown visit, from both sides of the um from the all the farmers. And uh, what did you think about the choices they made about who whose hometown to air first? So,
0: <clears throat> I don't know, because this is something I've always struggled with with The Bachelor, because mm-hmm. we do not see them in the order that they were filmed. For The Bachelor, what we learned this season, what I, okay, what I learned this past season of The Bachelor is that we see Fanny's fantasy oh, well, <laughs> we see fantasy Suites in the order that they were filmed so oh, yeah. all that yeah so all that turmoil with Zach this past season was real time um but I never like thought I was like I've never been able to figure out hometowns so for this I was also like I don't know like there's there's too many people there's just too many I love this concept I think it's great, but there's too many people to try to cram everything into an hour that I'm like, but also this production company, Fox, is so tight-lipped over this production, which is great and wonderful, and I love that for them, but also I'm like, I can't figure any, like, I can't figure anything out.
1: Yeah. The only thing that I have noticed is just, like, um... I'm just, I was just trying to find like a similarity between the remaining women oh. who we have not seen yet. <laughs> and for me, the similarity was like everyone left over is who we have picked as our final um, winners. So Hunter and Megan, uh, Alan and Rebecca, and uh, Ryan and Sarah with an H. Wow. So I after seeing this uh, uh getting a little bit more from Sarah V I do I I feel like a little more um undecided about which Sarah mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll go mm-hmm. with. um yeah. <laughs> like uh yeah I I do think that it's just because Sarah with an age to kind of express uh she's coming from like I think New York City and mm-hmm. we've kind of seen some trepidation from her about leaving that
0: environment quote well my friends aren't here
1: yeah yeah all very valid stuff and uh, we just i just feel like in general i have gotten the vibe that maybe she is a little less super excited about moving to north carolina um but yeah but other than that so because of like hunter and alan because their their last ones are the ones that we've picked that made me think that maybe that is the pattern and maybe that does mean Mm. that um that uh ryan will pick sarah with an h or neither of them (laughs) like that's becoming more of a possibility for me right i feel like Uh, what if
0: none of them end up with any what if alan (laughs) is the only person who ends up with (laughs) one <laughs> at the end of this
1: honestly on brand I can see that happen yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah I feel like Alan is really like this is what we're doing and this is what I'm working on this is the goal and I'm gonna get to the goal you know like I right. totally <laughs> relate to that and uh I could see him seeing that through to the end yeah. um not that he would make a, a bad decision just for the sake of a decision but he just seems more decisive but uh yeah but Hunter and, and Ryan I'm like uh <laughs> I don't know, guys. Uh, And actually, like, as we were going through, though, as we were watching, and then I was like, oh, but wait, but we saw Ashley R's first. And that was my pick for Landon. And then Mm -hmm. we found out that that was the only hometown. So I was like, "Okay, I think my theory stands.
0: Yeah. I guess we'll find
1: out in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think from what uh, it's hard to get exactly when the finale date will be, but (laughs) I think it will be on the 8th. The sev- 17th. Um, 17th. so we have one more, um, before the, the finals, <laughs> the finale. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else, uh, come to mind?
0: No, just that we're thinking of Landon as and his family. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. there's been, this is like a, a tragedy-ridden rid- show, a little bit, um, So, yeah, thinking about them, still thinking, obviously, about Megan and her family. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Something about the way Landon said, like, that um, my dad had some health concerns and um, he didn't make it through. And my mom was with him all the way to the end. just the way he said all that, it it made me wonder if maybe he feels guilty for um, being, you know invested in this, this show and this process while his dad is dying. And um, I don't, I mean, I doubt he listens to us, but if (laughs) for some reason he does come across this, I do want to tell Landon that, you know, it's, it's not your fault. And it doesn't really sound like that could have been something you could have predicted. And I mean, just from what I've, Seeing about you I get the sense that your dad this is something your dad would want you to do and um, so I hope that you're not feeling too torn up about you know whether you made the wrong decision so I mean and I've I think we've seen Landon grow a lot throughout this process yeah. so I don't think that it was all for nothing yeah. Um. yeah so I'm just thinking about him and I, I hope he's speaking kindly to himself. Yes. Yeah. Well, two more. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe three. Who knows? Should we <laughs> say our idea for the finale now, or do you want to wait till next week? Let's wait till next week.
0: Okay. Just until we're 100% sure, like, in yeah, case they throw us a curveball or something.
1: Work out some tech kinks, too. So, yeah. we'll... anyway, but, I mean... So you don't want to say that we might do okay, a live can episode? It. No, I could cut this if if we don't want to say, it, but
0: we can say it if you want.
1: Yeah, so we're trying to figure out how we can maybe do a live episode. Essentially.
0: Yes. Maybe live on Instagram during the finale and we'll like talk about it while the finale is happening. Um We're yeah, we're going to brain we're going to take the next week to brainstorm and uh
1: see see what we can
0: do because I think a watch along would be super fun
1: yeah yeah I think it would be really entertaining um and it would be really cool if we could um watch it with other people who are watching it so yes. I wanted to get it out soon just in case like if that's something that you think would be fun it would be great to have more people participate in that yeah um in some way so think about it and um yeah it would be really cool if we could have some people be a part of it <laughs> yes yes for sure. Um but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh we love you all and uh yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye.